Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got CrashPlan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. CrashPlan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Hey friends, I'm Abigail. And I'm Emily. And you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. This is the podcast dedicated to giving you a no fluff, total transparency look behind the curtain of how online businesses work. We're talking funnels and social media strategies, profit reports and email marketing, mindsets and productivity lessons, and everything else that creative business owners like yourself need to start and grow their businesses. We're taking everything we've learned from building nine different businesses with everything from a failed cupcake shop to a website design company to a health and wellness brand and even a handmade physical product shop. Yep, just like you, we're multi-passionate. And just like you, we love getting paid doing what we love. And we want the same thing for you. So it doesn't matter if you're listening in during your lunch break at your nine to five, you hope to quit one day. Or if you snuck in your earbuds while your kid is watching their favorite TV show, or even if you've already gone out on your own, but you're wanting a few tips and tricks along the way, we're here for you. So buckle up because we're about to spill the beans. You know that with a few intentional strategies and hella focus, you can build the life and business you're dreaming of. We're here to help you with the strategies that work for you, no matter your goals. So put your socks on, pour a fresh cup of coffee, and let's get into some strategy. Hey, real quick, before we get started on today's episode, we wanted to let you in on a little secret, the kind of secret that will show you the ins and outs of how to become a full-time creative. We're talking earning a full-time income, not putting in full-time hours. Just head to bossproject.com slash dream job to sign up for our next free online workshop. Yep. That's an entire hour of training and strategy built for you and your business. Get signed up for free at bossproject.com slash dream job. We're finally here for the episode we said we were going to give you like two episodes ago. <laughs> I feel yeah, like we keep fine. talking about it and then talking about something else. So we need to focus today. Focus. I know we're like, by the time this airs, we're going to be halfway through Q1. But nonetheless, I think it's important that we give you guys kind of a peek behind the scenes of what we're doing and what we're focusing on for Q1 and including not just some big projects, but also some big team kind of shifts. I know you guys always are so nosy and curious. So we're going to kind of spill all of that. Yeah. So I know if you guys have been following for any length of time, you know, we do 
a big kind of like planning brain dump and break down our quarters into these like sexy chunks as we've referred to them as. And historically speaking, Q1 has always been a time for us to reevaluate team, but also like really clean up existing systems or optimize existing systems. And that's really worked for us because in terms of like outside obligations, what we're doing with our lives, like whatever, Q1 tends to be, we're home the most. We have the least going on like with other people inside of our business and can really kind of focus internally. And because of that, we have some really exciting, fun things that we're working on this quarter. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of funny, at least to me, but here in the Midwest, Missouri and Kansas, at least, our winter is actually worse in Q1 than it is Q4. And it has been notoriously for years. And so I think like we come down from the holidays and it's really a nice time for us to just like hole in and not go anywhere. Today's a snow day for a lot of people actually. And so I think we also use that time almost as our winter hibernation to reset up, fix, perfect, whatever for the rest of the year once spring blossoms and we're able to come out of our shells. Well, it's kind of funny you say that because I think there's been this like trend kind of going around TikTok where people are like, did you know that like animals don't actually just like sleep for most okay, of the time? I saw that too. And I was like, wait, that's what? <laughs> like, yeah. What do you mean bears don't sleep for three to six months straight. I didn't really realize this until, okay, those of you who don't know, we now have a koi pond and 17 fish. And two weeks after we moved in, we had to help them hibernate. <laughs> so like, it's been a whole learning process, but it's kind of, it's so true because I was just going to say, it's a really interesting parallel. I think people think hibernation is like literally shutting everything down and just like, you just, I mean, if you're an animal, you're so like, doing nothing. Yeah. But no, it's really like you slow down and like they're optimizing their bodies through this whole thing. So the, it makes the bears are in their cave, like Marie Kondoing their shells. <laughs> I mean, literally, that's what they're doing. So, but internally, <laughs> but internally. Yeah, I totally agree. And you're right. I do think weather plays a big part of it because you and I mm-hmm. both thrive on sunshine. Mm -hmm. I told you guys before my favorite temperature is hot car. Yeah. Lock me in a hot car on a summer day and I'm great. No, don't, (laughs) don't get me too hot or my IBS kicks in. (laughs) But all that aside, we definitely get to focus on some projects. So the couple of the things that I'm really excited about and the first one may seem maybe the most surprising to you guys because We've been making content for years at like a volume that most people find crazy. (laughs) And I mean, honestly, I find it a little crazy too. We've slowed down a lot, but we're still at this point, five years into our business, creating three podcasts a week and one blog post a week. Well, and based on our new plan, we just doubled our blog post content. Surprise! Surprise! (laughs) Yay! I mean, I think that's awesome. But because of that, I think there's a couple of things that people don't realize can happen behind the scenes. You know, I think a lot of people are like, oh, you create it so that you can have like these pins and people can come over. And 
or I just don't think people realize the opportunity content can create if you're doing it in a way where it's going to have a longer shelf life and Mm -hmm. isn't going to be so timely because we made the mistake early on of like we would do a blog about an upcoming webinar (laughs) i still don't think that was a mistake i think it worked then sure and i think it worked like to establish ourselves as educators yeah so i don't think it's a mistake and it's not like a short-term content because it's going to live there forever, but like time-sensitive content can sometimes still work. What we ended up doing for that specific strategy was we were like, oh, now we can turn this post into the replay post and get people to sign up to watch the replay. And that's the thing that can live forever. So you can find a way to make it work. But yeah, so content, but specifically SEO is what we're focused on. We can dive more into what that looks like. But I also want to let you guys know, and we've done this for many years now, and I encourage you to, if you're feeling overwhelmed about like what to start in your pile of goals that you want to achieve this year, we typically try to pick in Q1 a goal that we're not necessarily going to see results from right away. But if we started in January, come December, it's going to be like, oh, I'm so glad we did that first quarter. And it's going to be one of those things that builds up over the entire year. Instead of you doing those things at the end of the year and having to wait until the following year to see the results, do that stuff now. So it can be working for you all year long. Right. And so I think specifically with SEO, what are we doing? One, I think the goal is always to kind of clean up our existing content. This time in particular, we're not necessarily spending a ton of time and effort on cleanup, at least in this season. Instead, we are focused on very specific keywords that we want to show up for in search. And so we're talking about If someone goes to the Google and they type XYZ thing in, then we are going to become the leading option for those results. And the reason we are doing that, and I'm not going to get too specific because it's none of your business, guys. (laughs) (laughs) The reason we're doing that is because we are actually targeting traffic to increase one of our affiliate relationships And there's enough traffic there to capture that we can really make a big difference internally. And so I'm excited. It's definitely an investment. Right. And so let's talk about that. So what this looked like for us, but it could look differently for you guys, especially if you guys go back and listen to the SEO episode we did with Dre, he broke down some amazing tools that you guys can use that are free or very low cost. If you pay for like one month of the service and use it to do all of your research in that month, then you can cancel it. Like you don't need it forever. But what we did, we outsourced to someone who we've used before. She's amazing. She's a queen of SEO. And we knew we could get this project completed so much faster if we have someone do this foundational work for us. And so that means us identifying, okay, where are we ranking right now? Are we ranking at all? So she went and looked through Google and the keywords that we currently have, the blog posts that we currently have, and where are we following or where are we falling on the Google search maps? So I think our highest one that we have currently right now is number 15, 16, and 17, which is the middle of page two. Y'all know you don't go to page two for anything. So our goal is to get to page one and then get number one on page one. And so we communicated those goals with her. So then she gives us an outline of like, okay, I suggest you create 
this page, I suggest you create these blog posts that have titles like this. And then I suggest you link back in these places on your website. And so she's with us for what, three months Mm -hmm. to perfect this project. And we've already gotten started. It's one of those things where if you have an expert come in and tell you what you need to do, we're able to make huge strides within a week, like actually within three to four days because of how we work. We got her plan on Tuesday. I created the strategy and delegated. And by Friday, two of the things that will already start building this foundation will be done. Right. And I think, you know, depending on where you're at, that might not feel like the best approach for you. You might want to DIY more, but you know, which is what we've done in the past totally by like looking at Pinterest and like searching keywords for different, like if I were a server, uh, you know, if wanting to hire a photographer, what are they searching in my area? What content can I make around that? So what we ultimately did to kind of figure out, is this worth investing financially in, is we looked at the volume of search and just one of the terms, not even all of the terms. Like if we captured one of these terms and captured a percent of the traffic, what could we potentially earn from that? And honestly, just just from the one term, it's a total no-brainer for us to invest there. At what times would you say our investment into doing this? I mean, like what we invested in, the return we could get is, I mean, tens, twenties, thirties times are. You know, if we captured, and this is a really high percentage, but the term we're targeting is people who are already they've already made the decision to buy. So that's really helping us. So, you know, normally I wouldn't say you're going to convert 50% of any traffic ever, but because we are targeting a term that people have already made the decision to purchase and we're like a final destination before the purchase, I think targeting half of those people and converting them could be very likely. So literally in one month, we have the opportunity to make four to five grand off of that. And the, the investment to hire someone in for SEO cost us a little less than that. But like, if we get to that volume, then we're going to earn that forever as long as we continue to rank. And so even if we captured a small percentage, we're going to make up that cost really, really quickly. And so it was a no brainer for us there. Yeah. And I'm super excited again, the the snowball effect, you guys, wait, I've talked about this before where I want you to start looking at your goals and your projects as the thing that will build into another, right? The snowball effect of like, you're starting small. And then by the end of the quarter or the year, whatever, it's this huge, big thing that can help you reach the goal that you want. And this being what, this is a strategy we've used for everything. We used it for blogging at the beginning. We used it for podcasting at the beginning. We use it for anything where we go balls to the wall for a couple of months. And then we scale back a little bit. We're still maintaining and we're still being present, but we hit it hard for at least three to six months. So what this looks like for us, we originally only had a blog post every week. We're now doing two blog posts every single week for at least 90 days. Then we might scale back to, so that would mean eight blog posts a week total. Four of those are geared towards one topic. Four of those would be geared towards this search topic. We might then go down to keeping our four toward the other topic and then maybe two on this other topic. But 
I want to flood Google. I want to flood Pinterest with this new content that's all tying back to us and be consistent with flooding that for a little bit. And then you don't have to maintain that speed forever, but doing it really, really hard for a little bit is so effective in the long term. For sure. It's interesting. I think some of the things that I can pass along without getting too in the details of it is think about when you're targeting a term, like what is your goal with targeting that term? You know, in our case, we're trying to convert traffic to an affiliate, but one of the things I'll point out, and I just think this is smart, and a lot of people don't think about this, is we are not trying to become the resource for someone who's already purchased. We are trying to help them make the decision to purchase. And the different types of content you create are, I mean, they're totally different. Like if we were trying to support someone who had already purchased and maybe we had a course or some sort of educational product we could sell that them content would be so related, different. then that would make total sense because we're trying to build them up to buy our thing. But because we're trying to get them to buy someone else's product instead of educating them on how to use the product, we are trying to help them make the decision. And having that differentiating factor completely changes the kind of content you create. And so I think it's so important, even if, once you've already picked out the terms you want, like what do you want to do with the traffic once they're there? Because that will change how you approach that term. Yep, yep. So that's just one of our big focuses for Q1. And I'm so excited to you know keep you guys in the loop on how it's performing, changes we're making, what results we're seeing. So as soon as maybe at the end of Q1, whatever, into Q2, if we start to see some in, like crazy increases, especially in ranking on Google, we'll definitely update you. Another big foundational thing, and we're not going to... I'm not not going into details because I don't want to tell you, but we don't have all of the details worked out yet. But I do want to let you know what we're working on behind the scenes. And if you do have feedback, I would love to hear it. So we just sent out a survey to our audience, to our shop members last night, yesterday evening. And we are developing a kick-ass, amazing affiliate referral system for the creative template shop. And so as you guys know, the shop just turned a year old, literally like earlier in January, which is bananas to me. And so now that we've like figured out kind of our groove and what we're doing and, and some of the data that we're seeing within our members, we want to reward those people who dove in with us, who our loyal members to the shop who use the shop to grow their business and share it. And so what better way to do that than to like actually reward you with like money and coupons and perks that you might not get outside of this program. So we're currently developing an affiliate program for the shop. Again, this is one of those things that it's not going to necessarily, as soon as it's launched and we're like, okay, figured it out going to blow us out of the water day one. But this is one of the things that after it's been around for all of this year, we'll be able to see a lot of information from it. Yeah. And I think what's important to know is we're not necessarily starting at ground zero on this. We actually did some of the initial stages for this 
last year and like we knew eventually we wanted a bigger affiliate program and so we had already done all the research for what program we wanted to use how did we want to integrate it with the current software that we have we got all this set up and we kind of like put it out there beta to make sure it was functional and we didn't spend a lot of time on it it was just some it was just more of like can we get the tech set up and so now that that's out of the way and we know it's working we can spend more time like developing a system to help our people promote and get more people in the program. And the yeah. goal is definitely to have whoever is an existing member, mm -hmm. they have the ability to join as an affiliate. Whereas before we were kind of like low on the radar, like really just kind of telling a couple people about it. We plan to really open this up to membership wide. And I'll tell you why. I think one of the reasons we wanted to focus on our affiliate side is we looked at other people in the industry. Now, I will say it's important to differentiate. They're not necessarily running our business model. No. These are not people that I would consider like direct competitors. And at this point, honestly, we have very few uh -huh. direct competitors because what we're doing is so oddly specific, I guess. Yeah. If you wanted to look at courses or memberships, then right. yeah, there's a ton of people. But when you get more specific than that, I don't know a lot, honestly. And I'll remind you guys, we've mentioned this before, but I don't think we've gone into too, too much detail. Remember at the very beginning of the shop, we decided to start treating the shop membership like a SaaS. Right. And so the companies we're looking at to see how are they loving on their people? What are they doing customer service wise? What does this page look like? How does this function over here? We're looking at all SaaS companies. So it might be HelloFresh or Quip or like it's a software that acts as a service, right? It sends you something. It might be a physical thing, but it's a subscription model that's a service. So it's like this weird little niche also where we're seeing, you know, how do they serve their customers and their members? Yeah. So we're not comparing ourselves to other people running memberships with digital goods. We are comparing ourselves to SaaS companies where software is the primary component. And from those, I think one of the biggest commonalities we saw is they spend far less money, time, attention, whatever, on marketing their own business. They instead give it to the people. It becomes like the people's company and the people are their marketing tool. And because of that, they're loving hard on their people. Their biggest supporters are better than maybe some of their internal marketing efforts. And because of that, they've seen some really significant growth. And so with that in mind, we knew rewarding our members and really making them our focus was going to be far more rewarding than us coming up with some like elaborate. Want to learn exactly step-by-step step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart.
including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com jumpstart. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Get unparalleled access to job seekers with over 350 million unique monthly visitors globally, according to Indeed data, and an extended reach through Glassdoor. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. In the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get it's set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Marketing. Thing. Now, not to say we're going to ignore channels that are already working. Like, right? No, I think we'll we're going to maintain and even grow. Like the other thing that we're going to talk about today is about growing the marketing channels that we already have and perfecting them. But I think like the thing that we love about our program Trello for Business is it took off as the people's program, right? Where yeah. it was being talked about, tagged, linked by other people who maybe didn't even know that we had made it, and that's the best thing. Like that's the thing that I've always wanted to unlock in business where someone loves something so much that they openly talk about it without like being made to or whatever. Right. And so now it's like, okay, people are talking about the shop and they're using it and we want to love on them and reward them. And so I think it's going to be a really good system that honestly makes us feel really good because we freaking love our members. And I've always, always, when I've had a service-based business as a photographer and even now selling products, I still consider part of it as a service. The choice that I've made really early on in those businesses was to love on my existing people more than anyone else. And I think using that mentality for this product is really exciting. Yeah. And it's not to say that it's not 
going to cost you money. But like, if you were willing to say invest in advertising and spend X number of dollars to bring in a new customer, why are you not willing to give that back to your existing customers instead of paying for advertising? That was a question I even had to ask myself. Sure. Yeah. So like, you have to be willing to, I mean, you don't have to be willing, you can do whatever the fuck you want. But (laughs) I felt like if I'm willing to do it in this one area, and it's working, why would it not also work over here? And so I'm excited to see kind of what that turns into over time and how it grows. But I think it's going to be really pivotal for us. I agree. Okay, so we're back to talk about our absolutely favorite people in the world, the software we wish existed when we were working one-on-one with clients back in the day. We're talking about Dubsado. Yes, and if you haven't fallen in love with Dubsado yet, you're about to because they are the business management solution designed with creatives in mind. And we're here to highlight one of the coolest features that you might not even know existed. Yeah, Dubsado has this really cool ability to make public proposals. These are proposals that embed on your website, and you can even have clients pick packages, sign the contract, and pay the invoice all without leaving your site. Plus, if you have workflows set up, the onboarding process begins automatically. You can create a link to send directly to potential clients, making it super fast and easy to get clients information on what you offer. I totally would have used this to nurture potential clients and book discovery calls easy breezy. There are loads of other ways Dubsado can help your growing business, like client management, even scheduling appointments, contracts and forms, like sending proposals, automations, we're talking workflows, and getting paid. Even though Dubsado can help with all of those things, all the sending invoices, the tracking time, the questionnaires, the forms, even giving people mobile access to all of this information. It isn't overwhelming to use for you or your client. Yeah, you can totally go at your own pace setting it up and customizing Dubsado for your current and growing business needs. And you have two very easy and really cool ways to try out Dubsado. You can unlock their free trial for life by heading to bossproject.com slash Dubsado or save 50% off your first month or year by entering code BOSSPROJECT at checkout. That's bossproject.com slash Dubsado. That's D-U-B-S-A-D-O to snag a free trial for life or 50% off your first month or year with Dubsado by entering code BOSSPROJECT at checkout. Have you been struggling to go full-time in your creative business? We know that it can get really overwhelming when you're trying to get all the parts and pieces it takes to make your passion your full-time job. So we want to help you with that. We created a free training called Day Job to Dream Job, how to become a full-time creative. And you can watch it right now by heading to bossproject.com slash watch. Inside this training, we go over the three core areas to focus on in order to see growth fast. We even give you simple screenshot worthy strategies on how to switch up tasks you're currently doing that aren't as effective as you might think. So go sign up right now to watch. It's on demand so you can get started right after you finish listening to this episode or pick another day and time that works better for your schedule. Just head to bossproject.com slash watch to sign up for free. Do you want to know the secret design weapon so many small business owners rely on? It's not a fancy and expensive design degree. It isn't a hidden in-house designer. Nope, it's Canva. 
Yep, even here at Boss Project, where I've spent over a decade working as a graphic designer, ran my own design company. Yeah, we still use Canva. Why? Because it's simple, easy to use, and saves us hours of time. Seriously, there would be days I felt like I was waiting forever for Adobe to load and frankly didn't need all the extra tools for a quick graphic when I was just going to pop it on social anyways. But with Canva, you can unlock some epic design power and upgrade to Canva Pro for free for 30 days by heading to bossproject.com Canva. You get to unlock even more good stuff like the ability to design anything and unlocking over 4 million photos and elements. You can create your designs with over a thousand different fonts or upload your own. Create and save brand kits to keep everything all in one place and use unlimited folders to keep those designs super organized. You also get the ability to resize to any format, tools to create animations and GIFs, and amazing priority support. If you've been looking for a way to streamline your graphic design, look no further than Canva. Try Canva Pro for free for 30 days by heading to bossproject.com slash Canva. So then that leaves us with the last big thing that we're implementing at the start of this year. Again, it's a snowball choice, guys. I'm so excited. We finally, finally are bringing on experts, and a team and people who are super creative and fun and amazing to help us grow, perfect, streamline our social media. I know. Y'all. Everything up until this point has been grassroots efforts. Grassroots or none. <laughs> well, that's true. I mean, <laughs> there was a lot of effort up front and then there was no effort. And then the interesting byproduct of running ads is sometimes you still have accounts that grow even if there's not like a lot going on there. I'm fully aware of that. But right now we have what I would consider a really big missed opportunity. And the thing that's been, you know, kind of frustration at least for me, I don't know if Emily cares, but like knowing that we spent all this time and energy on something and then just kind of let it sit there. Like I know, and I have data to back it up. Even if it's like unrelated, (laughs) us just being present on platforms that have existed for a long time creates enough kind of like buzz that people know we exist and that we will back up our products and whatever. And so we decided to go with a local agency and and invest in a big way. Like this is not like a small thing we're doing. Like, and I'll tell you why we decided to go that way instead of just continuing what we were doing. So one of the biggest shifts that I think we've struggled with how to implement is how do we grow our social specifically without Emily and I being the focus? Because up until this point, the posts that have gone really well or whatever, mostly have been about our experience. I mean, that's great to to a point, but like, that's not scalable. And I don't necessarily want people to know who the frick I am. Like, it doesn't matter to me. You don't have to know who I am, what I've done. You don't have to know my history. You don't know how you have to know how I grew my business. All you need to know is that our templates 
are beautiful and super freaking effective at helping you with your sales and marketing. There doesn't necessarily need to be a face. There needs to be a brand. Right. But if anything, I want it to be more about our members than about us. Yeah. And we've struggled with implementing that ourselves. And so we brought on a team to kind of reimagine what that could look like. And guys, I have no idea what it's going to look like yet. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping by the time you hear this, we've started rolling out some of the initial changes. But to me, this is just such a big opportunity. And we chose to work with someone that I liked that a lot of the, so they have like a mix of local kind of boutique businesses, but then they've also worked with some big national and international brands where, it, you know, a lot of what you'll find when you're looking for a social media manager or someone who maybe is even, even more of like strategic about it. A lot of them focus on personal brands and we don't want boss project to be that. And I think a lot of people might think that's a mistake, but whatever, you don't have to, you don't have to want what we want, you know, (laughs) but this agency has worked with brands where there is no or little human element to it. Right. Well, the human element are the customers. Exactly. And that's the human element, but it's not, no one, no one cares about the founder of Smartwater. You know what I mean? And so you want it to be about you and how you make it feel and what can it do for you. And we'd really struggled with that. I know we've talked about this before, but just for the sake of, because there's two of us is why our Instagram has really, not that it's not grown, but you know, not served us as well as it used to, because when stories were released, because we had an Instagram before stories were a thing, we didn't really know what to do because we tried to, okay, you take Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I'll take Tuesday, Thursday, and then we'll switch. And then, and it just was, it was not fun. It didn't feel authentic. It didn't feel good. We didn't want to share so many just regular life things on that account because in it, like, it's inevitable where one of us would maybe be present more than the other. And so then is it Abby's business? Is it my business? Like it gets confusing. You know what I mean? And so I always kind of compare it to a beautiful mess, which is actually another Missouri based brand. They're sisters. You guys know and love a beautiful mess. They have their blog, their craft projects, whatever. And then they also have their own personal brands and their own personal accounts. And both of those accounts have taken off on their own regard because they both have their own style and their own families and their own things that they share over there. But a beautiful mess is maintaining curated to fit that brand. And I love that mix and separation. Yeah. Well, and uh, something that uh, specifically about a beautiful mess is they actually sold their brand and their blog have tried to figure out the maintain because they were brought on like as founders, they were brought on to maintain and grow the business, but they just are no longer owners. For the record, we still own Boss Project, but, you know, just thinking through what do we want it to look like long term? And if, if modeling SaaS is what we're after, no founder is the, the focus reason. ever. Ever. Yeah. I can't name one person. Now, I mean, there might be exceptions and, you know, like Apple, like you can't th- separate Steve Jobs from Apple. Sure. But like, he was still not the product, you know? Right. 
Well, and they're still doing well, like without. <laughs> and he's gone. So <laughs> it's not, it was never about Steve Jobs, you know. Mm-hmm. And I would never compare our business to Apple. <laughs> so we're like just like Apple in the sense that we use Apple products. <laughs> but, you know, I think there can be like, you might have knowledge about a founder, but they're just not the focus. And so anyway, I'm excited to see what that turns into, how it kind of evolves. I want to be more present there. But when I say I want to be, I mean, I want the business to be be more presence there. (laughs) I personally am okay with not touching it. Yep. And if you want to get to know us, that's why we have our own personal Instagram. Yes. So you can find us at Emily says at Abigail says it's linked in boss projects bio, I think, or you can find us under the meet us highlight there. And you can definitely get to know us personally. And we talk about boss project and our families and our own separate businesses and everything in between. So that's where we feel comfortable showing up on a really personal level. It's not that we don't like sharing. That's not it at all. It's just no. where does it make sense? Yeah. And with that, we get to experiment more and try different things and change things up. And, you know, I think a lot of people who even follow our personal brands may have no idea what our involvement looks like with Boss Project. And that is okay with me. There was a couple of people that you DM me the other day. I want to see more business stuff. And it was like, you're not going to find it here. If you want to hear more about the business, you should listen to the podcast. Like that's where I show up the most with yeah. my voice and my personality. Every time I share, like an episode from our show, people are like, I didn't know you had a podcast. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, 2 million people knew I have a podcast, but apparently not you. It's fine. It's fine. Where have you um, been? What am I missing anything? It's those three really big sections. Yeah. Big, and I know that for a lot of you, that sounds like a lot. If this were us a couple of years ago, I would say probably one of those would be our pillar. And that would be the main and only thing we would be focused on. And I'll say that one of the reasons also that we do have three things is, A, we're able to hire a lot out. So we have a team and we have cash flow to be able to do that. Luxury. I get that. We also know that these are foundational building things. They're not launching and launching and launching. So because they're all three, they're all three different, but they're all three similar in that they're like, Cleaning up, perfecting, systems, organize. Okay, now it's going to be functioning to its optimal performance from here on out. Okay, next month, we might only have one pillar. And I think actually we do only have one pillar for next quarter, I mean. And so you like you don't have to maintain that throughout the year of having so many major focuses. We allow it to happen this quarter because we know we're going to set it and then not forget it because we have to maintain it. But do the hard work. Well, and that's kind of what I wanted to touch on. And I think a lot of people lose sight of, especially early on in business, any project we talk about doing, it kind of has to go one of three ways eventually. Either it becomes part of everyday maintenance, it gets delegated, or we decide that it's no longer a focus and worth our time and energy. But it has to go somewhere. And I think often people are like, well, if I focus on this, it's for a time and then I can move on. It's like, not if you want it to grow, like if you want 
to keep getting traffic to your website, you can't just stop pinning to Pinterest. Right. You know, you might get traffic for a time, but you have to continue to maintain certain activities. And it does get to feel a, li- a little bit overwhelming, but you, I think the further along you get in business, you either get better at delegating or you get better at like creating some systems around maintaining these things. And if you had talked to me even three years ago about what happens on a weekly basis, kind of on autopilot at this point, mm-hmm. I mean, yes, with team members for sure. I would have thought you were really funny. <laughs> like, just- So my brother, he's a senior in college and he's in the business school at UMKC. And for one of his classes recently, he called me on Monday to interview me for some entrepreneurship, small business class or whatever. And one of the questions was, two of them were really funny. One of them was like, walk me through like an average work week for you. And I was like, "Mm, okay, so starting on Tuesday. (laughs) So I just like went through our week. And it's funny how when I was even talking out loud with him, how we've really still maintained our kind of theme days that we picked years ago. They look a little different now, but they're like, it's team meeting days on Tuesdays, recording days on Wednesdays, selling days on Thursdays, Fridays are flex days. And that's still like pretty much the routine that we follow. Selling days are still kind of flex for us where It's not like we're going to have a webinar every Thursday, but if we have a webinar, it's on a Thursday. If I need to write copy for anything, it's on a Thursday. And so that kind of stuff happens on those days. So I was explaining that. And then he was like, okay, what's the biggest surprise to you that you've learned from being in business? And so I thought about it for a minute and I was like, honestly, I I truly think the biggest surprise for me was the amount of hours that you put in does not correlate with how much money you can make. Mm-hmm. at all. And I would have disagreed with that at the beginning. And I, again, there are seasons where like, I don't think that you can give it, you know, a couple hours a week and build this monstrosity of a company. No, you business ha- you have to be willing to invest up front and it will yeah. grow over time. But yeah. like, I don't think what we built today would be possible if we didn't hustle our asses off. Right. Initially. And so I think the skill though is is twofold, is recognizing that you need to hustle your ass off to build the foundation, but then also understanding when to turn that hustle off because mm-hmm. that will also decrease your growth. Because we learned that lesson in 2018, where we trying to continue that hustle mode and constantly innovating and putting new stuff out and pivoting and doing this, and it was costing us. And so there's a, you know, it's a pendulum, right? Where you you go really hard and then you have to figure out when does it make sense to slow and maintain. Mm-hmm. Well, and you sent me a really interesting post. I'll bring it up briefly. I think Hello7 is the one who actually posted it initially. Yeah. that's Isn't that Rachel Rogers? Yes. Yeah, so Rachel Rogers posted this on her Instagram and this came out of the Harvard Business Review. And essentially... <laughs> Essentially, businesses that choose slow is smooth and smooth is fast over just like a go, 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 try to get everything ahead, like try to like really catapult yourself. Over time, they experience 40% higher sales and 52% higher profits over the course of three years. And what was our growth from last year over the year before? 40%. percent hmm 40% growth and then like an absurd, ridiculous, 
difference in profit, like an <laughs> absurd difference. So, I mean, we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars in difference. But I think the interesting thing there is you can choose slow and smooth, but I think there's like this gritty initial stage that's just required. Yes. Not that it's required. I think it's required for the expectations that everyone has of their business. Sure. Because I don't think everyone puts it in and no. they think it's still going to happen. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And I think that's what I've kind of struggled with personally with creating this second business is I've had seasons of like being super gritty and have grown passive income. And I mean, that part's great, but like trying to like transition and do different things. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't want to work as hard as I used to. I know. To. Well, and, and I mean, we're all guilty of that too, right? And I'm certainly guilty of that in my second business as well, because I also don't know what I really want it to eventually be like time-wise and energy-wise and whatever, but it compare, you know, pairing that with what, but what do I want it to do right now just for fun? But I've made the classic mistake that so many people do. And I've compared my middle to someone else's end or my beginning to someone else's middle or whatever the saying is. So I'll look at other like makers or handmade or product people and they're in year five or six. And I'm like, why am I not like slow and steady like that? Like, Come on, girl. <laughs> Because you're just in a different season and it just requires you paying attention. I know for a lot of people, and I am so guilty of this, if (laughs) this is like a hard truth that I think a lot of people aren't willing to take on. Most people are not interested in the same thing long enough to give it the growth time, effort, whatever that it needs. Okay. And so for instance, with Boss Project, hands down, and I know Emily would totally agree with me on this, hands down, if it did not reward us the way it does financially, we would have both stopped doing it a long time ago. Yep. It's because of that, we have made a lot of decisions to delegate way more then I think you would have if it were still not that we're not passionate about it, guys, but like, it's just, it's different. Like, it's just different now than it was when we were just starting out. The involvement we want, the effort we want to put into it, it's just different. And that's okay. Yeah, yeah. But I think most people are really excited about the thing they're doing when they get started. And then they're just not willing to be like, focused enough for long enough for it to turn into what it could turn into. Well, and who posted the other day? I'm going to try to remember, but it was someone that surprised me that I was hearing this from them, but it was, it was kind of the conversation I've had about earrings, right? Where, so my friend Claire had me on her podcast recently and was talking about earrings and she asked me, okay, what is your end goal with this? Like, what do you even want it to do? Or what do you not want it to do? And I wasn't super clear on what I wanted it to do, but I knew for sure what I didn't want it to do. And I basically was trying to put into words where the decisions we've made for Boss Project to hire out customer service, email, hire a bookkeeper, an accountant, social media, and a copywriter, and a designer, and all those things, I don't want that for my product business. So 
it's not that I'm going to like have to dumb my business down, but there are certain areas where I am intentionally not seeking growth because I don't want to maintain that at all. Like it's a job to maintain the team and the departments and the projects and whatever. It's just different. It's a different headspace. It's not bad. One is not better than the other. It is literally just different. And I think that's one of another surprising thing to me too, of like, you start your business and you're like, I want multi-million dollars and I want this and I want to achieve these things. All of us do not realize what are the sacrifices that we're going to have to take to get there, not just with our time, but with what you end up working on every day, who you're managing and like what your role shifts to in order to have that. And so I think that there are times when you guys need to sit with yourself and like literally ask yourself, is that actually what I want if it changes my role a lot? Or am I good with this or this different goal if I still get to do these things? I think that brings up an important point because I have I have so many ideas for what your second business could do. Yeah. And it's easy for me to say on the sidelines what it could do. But I also know enough about what you want personally. It, it, it's not even worth my breath a lot of the time. I would love to strategize and talk about it. I've had people, okay, so there's a local jewelry business here called Nickel and Suede. We know the owner. We know a bunch of people who've worked there. We've watched them grow over the years. It's yeah. been amazing, honestly. They started very similar to how I did. She was like hand cutting leather earrings in her basement. Yeah. And now they have like multiple stores, beautiful storefronts, a huge warehouse, everything. Y'all, I don't want that. I absolutely don't want that. Have no desire. But, and that's the thing. It's like, if that's what you don't want, then you have to be willing, you're going to have to chop yourself off at the knees at some point to like make it more boutique and yep. small and handmade and whatever. And those are just decisions you have to make. And I, I think the same is true with Boss Project and me running the second business. Like, I would be okay with my second business being me, my husband, and maybe one or two other people. Yeah. But I like do part-time tiny people. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. But I don't want, like someone could run my email at some point and someone right. could help publish content, whatever. Right. But like, I don't have any desire to grow the team that we've had to. And I still think our team is fairly small. We could make our business a lot bigger and we could have more people. And I tried to explain this to someone today where it's not linear, okay? It's not like, okay, if your business gets to 200,000, you're gonna spend the same percent as when your business is at 500,000 or a million or 2 million. And some of you are like, I don't have any desire for it to be that big. You say that, but when you're starting to look at the profit, you you yeah. might want more profit than you think you do Yeah, in the amount required on the front end for you to make that level of profit. It's yeah. probably a lot different than you think. And I think Emily could be super strategic with her earrings business and make... I would say arguably more personally, keeping it smaller and her margins high and her costs low. 100%. And that I, we had to learn that the hard way. Yes. And I honestly, I think this is going into a second episode and yeah. I want to drop this idea down. I want to do an entire episode on deliberate decisions when you want your business to be small. 
And I, because I, there have been strategic things both of us have done on our side businesses to keep them the way that they are, to maintain, I still grow, but maintain a level of growth and then different decisions we've made here at Boss Project. And I want to have this conversation because I don't think people are talking about it enough, but I'm going to cut us off now or we're going to keep talking for like 30 more minutes. So that was a, a projection for Q1. We're in the middle. I can't wait to give you guys an update. If you are a shop member and are interested in becoming an affiliate, please DM us or send us an email. We'd be happy to chat with you about it. And, and, you know, we're right now perfecting it for our members. So if you have feedback on it, definitely let us know. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much for staying with us through the end. We can't tell you how much we appreciate your listens and love. But before we go, we can't let you leave without hearing about the system that's completely changed the lives of over 7,000 creators. This system has helped clear the clutter, helped plan launches and fill content calendars. It's helped creators plan the big picture and get clear on what to do day to day to make it happen. What's the secret? Well, it's called Trello for Business and you can dive in right now at trelloforbusiness.com slash podcast. In less than 15 minutes, you can get a system set up that works for how your creative brain works. No more flying by the seat of your pants. No more hours lost wondering what you're supposed to work on today. And the best news, you can get access to it all for just 29 bucks over at trelloforbusiness.com slash podcast. Head there right now to get inside. Trust us, you won't regret it. Mary said this course changed her life and that her productivity and focus increased exponentially. Hannah said it's the best $29 she's ever spent. So enroll now at trelloforbusiness.com slash podcast. You are totally rocking it, boss. Implement these strategies one step at a time, and we know you're going to see massive changes in your life and business. Thanks for listening to the Strategy Hour podcast. For show notes, links, downloads, and other awesome resources, head to thestrategyhour.com. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to the both of us if you'd take a minute to leave a review. And while you're at it, don't forget to subscribe so you can listen next time as we dish out some more awesome strategy. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.